Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 53. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to try to help you become more efficient and productive using social media tools to extend your brand. And more importantly, and folks, if you don't get this, then you've lost it all, to build relationships with real people. It's called social for a reason. It is social for a reason. It's not just media. I, uh, I'm, I'm still blown away by the people who don't get this social aspect. Yeah, that it, it's all about broadcasting over and over again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or that it's not that, I should say. Exactly. That's so so anyway, uh, Eric, what is going on in the world of social media as far as uh, the the whole social networking world? I've been out of the loop for what seems to be like forever as I was uh, out of town on a trip to Boston. And yeah. I, I come back and, and you know, I, I'm just now just starting to get my head above water as far as my inbox is concerned and and trying to get things back into a a, a nice even flow did anything happen with uh with the social networks uh, while i was away no nothing's happening at all i mean it's kind of slow week nothing at all oh i <laughs> no there's there's stuff there's stuff that has to happen and and first and foremost i think i actually need to make an apology <gasps> and tell a story please here's a story of a man named Eric, who, who direct message spammed a bunch of people on Twitter <laughs> by accident. <laughs> All right, so have this happen. Singing, but I won't. All right, well, here's the deal, and and I'm going to start from the very beginning because it actually vindicates me to a certain extent, although it's still I knew better. Okay. So here's the deal. A friend of mine who I know closely lives locally direct messaged me and he says, Hey, here's a place you can go sign up to try out free iPad, uh, games or apps. And then once you try the stuff out, you get to keep the, uh, iPad. Okay. So I'm like, all right, sounds, let me check it out. You get to keep the app. You mean the app? Yeah. And possibly keep the iPads. If, if you, it said that somewhere in there. So, So I'm like, all right, well, let's see what it is. Who knows? Make it some free apps. So I go in and I sign up and I start to see that stuff. And I and I ultimately made the mistake of not checking it out or not searching out about it on the web before allowing my open authorization. Yeah. So then suddenly as I'm not looking at stuff on Twitter for a bit, I start to I come back and I see that a few other people have received direct messages from me that I never sent. And that I automatically followed this iPad apps tests uh, account and that other people had been receiving that that direct message that I had received from my friend. However, here's the thing. I would not have signed up for it had I, when I got the direct message, not instantly that very moment called this person and literally asked them, did you send this to me? And they said yes. Yeah, you know what I do in those situations, and and this happens to me quite frequently. I I'll get somebody who'll send me just a link, 
Andy Traub, um, oh. not mentioning any names. <laughs> uh, and, and I, and I write back, I'm like, so tell me what, what is this, you know, right. or, you know, can you tell me a little bit about this? Um, and, and, you know, did you send this? And they're like, uh, send what? And of course I'm usually responding like two days after right. they sent me the direct message. And so I have to remind, I was like, did you send it? Oh yeah. That was a really important thing that I sent you. I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, and then I'm like, here's my email address. Um, right. You know, for really important things that are super critical. But yeah, sometimes people send you these short URLs and a thing and just say, here, check this out. And I'm like, okay, did you really send that? And they're and they're like, why was there something wrong? <laughs> but yeah, so so you got so you got social engineered, yes. And so ultimately, with the help of Daniel Lewis, the ramen noodle, he as well he knew better as well. But then again, it was coming from me, and usually he and I will direct message, and it will be something that I'm thinking, hey, check this out. So he he knew better, but then again was devious devious yeah so anyway ultimately what happened was i traced it back and 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 the thing is, is i really did i literally called on the phone like some people somehow do these days and uh said did you send this and he said yes so i thought oh okay cool well then i'll check it out so i i trusted and 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 then I talked to him today and he said, yeah, I found out that was spam too. And the only reason I did it was because I called somebody else who had sent it that I trust and they had done it. So three people, four people or more in a row got tricked because they trusted somebody and that person made a mistake of trusting maybe a little too much before investigating. Yeah. And, and this, I mean, if nothing else, this show, this goes to show you the power that is involved in the the relationship in social media, especially right. on Twitter, not as much. Well, I don't know, maybe as much, also as much as in Facebook, but I th- I think to a greater degree, there's a little bit of a there's a little bit more of a relationship of trust between Twitter friends, or at least the direct message. Yeah, versus that. Well, that's just it being a plain old tweet. Exactly. Exactly. And so. Uh, I mean, there, there's some exclusivity. I mean, you don't get to Twitter. You don't get to DM somebody unless there's this mutually beneficial arrangement where you are following each other right. and, and all this other stuff. So, but, but beyond that, it's just like you come to understand who these people are and what, what they're like and what you can trust from them. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. So, so ultimately the end all message here is, well, what happy news is that, that, uh, user account that twitter account was i i blocked them and and reported them for spam went back and looked found out that other people had done the same and later in the day they the account was uh suspended so that's good um the other the other takeaway message is be very careful when you allow open office or open office sorry open authorization on your twitter account yeah, at least you didn't give them your password and have to exactly. change your password. You could just go and revoke the access. Yeah. So, so. oh, the other thing, which, and this is a, a great uh, little tip that Daniel gave me as we were figuring out the mess of undoing the the damage, um, was going through and deleting the outgoing direct messages from my own account so that other people didn't, further people didn't get tricked. Okay. So, so if I deleted it on my end and they hadn't seen it yet, then it would disappear. Right. So there you go. Gotcha. 
All right, so let's move on to uh, some of the other stuff that's going on. I, now, I did get the email on this one. I, it was one yes. of the many emails that I did read. Uh, so Hootsuite goes freemium. What a cool word. Freemium. Yeah, we've, we've used it here a few times. We've even actually suggested certain things, possibly even Hootsuite itself, do a freemium model now not everybody's happy about this and fred in fact i remember uh seeing something last night from my good friend james and i actually went in and read his blog post about how upset he is about this whole service and i'm going to say i know james is going to listen to this and i'm going to say james i respectfully disagree with being upset i mean one of the i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna recite from memory because i don't have it pulled up in front of me but I'm going re- to recite from memory, word for word, <laughs> one phrase that he wrote in his in his uh, in his post. Hootsuite changed my life. That's it. Okay, that, that's the quote. I mean, so so basically, he 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 touts this in such a way that says, "Wow, be, you know, I really never got into you know to to Twitter all that much and." And stuff like that. My biggest concern is that you know I'd have to do this and that, and 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 my good friends Cliff and Eric, they they told me about Hootsuite, and and wow, Hootsuite changed my life. And he manages six accounts and all this other stuff. It's like you know what? If a if a service has has that much of an impact, you know you have to you have to say you know I want them to be in this for the long haul. Isn't doesn't it make sense for you to want that company to continue to be able to innovate, to be able to continue to provide services and growth and and to move things forward? There's got to be a way for them to make money. And I don't know. I, I this this whole giving away free and then switching and and charging for it. it, it it's a difficult situation. I've been in it uh, on my own. You know, on my end of things, I've been in that at least once, if not more. And, uh, the, the, the fact is, is though, you know, I, I looked at the freemium models, they didn't seem to be too out of place. Did you think? You mean for Hootsuite itself? Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it over. I ha- I mean, to be honest, I saw this come through yesterday and I thought, okay, this is another Hootsuite thing that's come through recently and, and they've been doing a lot of stuff and I hadn't really given it much thought. And then I saw his, uh, initial tweet just saying he wasn't happy with it. I thought, so I wrote, I asked him, well, can you explain a little more? I, I don't totally understand. So then that's when the, that's probably what prompted the blog post. Um, and ultimately after reading his post, as well as going and looking at the actual breakdown of the pricing and what's in the freemium model, which is what, um, you know, obviously everybody's at right now. Um, I said, well, is free still going to be good enough for me? And to be honest, it will be mm-hmm. because I don't use Hootsuite for anything other than scheduling things out at this point. I've moved back to TweetDeck just because I find it easier to use for the most part. Right. And you know what? Personal I, preference. Yeah. I, I, I went and looked at the plan and, and free is, is certainly going to work for me. Because I quit using Hootsuite altogether a long time ago, and um, as far here's here's the other thing, you know, talking about team members, this right. is where you can and you can actually bring somebody else in, and they can you know have access to your account so they can tweet on your behalf. Yes, 
Okay. Um, that still works for me, uh, even though I'm going to be on the basic free model because, well, I just gave my username and password to Twitter and to Hootsuite to my virtual assistant, you know, and and so, um, yeah, I don't so have you've to, cut that out. So I don't have to worry about that. I just the my team member is somebody I trust immensely. So I let her just sign in with my account. And in fact, she's the only person. I mean, I guess technically speaking, I'm using Hootsuite on a weekly basis, but it's my my assistant that does it. Do you know what my favorite application for posting tweets on the web is? Twitter.com. I was going to say, I thought it might be. The, I, I will say, though, the, the, and I'm going to go back to, to, to what I said last week, though. I am getting a little bit of an, I am getting a little annoyed on the, with the who to follow thing on the right hand side. I am totally flipped and I hate it now. Yeah. Here's yeah, that's why. why. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. Quick tangent, here's why. If I go in and I hit the X to say, no, I don't want to follow that person, don't keep bringing that person up as a suggestion. Yeah. I, I've already told you what I want. I never want to watch, I never want to follow Woot, you know? Right. Um, exactly. And matter of fact, and, and, I, and what's crazy is like, I, I see several people that I have purposely chose not to follow. And they're, you know, I have to see their ugly mugs on the on the thing there. And I'm sure other people are feeling the same way about me. I was like, I'm so sick and tired of seeing this Cliff Ravenscraft cartoon image. Would you just stop it already? Yeah. So. He keeps retweeting all these deals plus ads. What's up with that? <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> no, but the other interesting thing is we were just recently within a week or so ago talking about the fact that would we pay for Twitter And this is very similar to that. But I think what we said in the beginning was if we were going to – if Twitter were to come out and suddenly say, we are going to start charging you, we would have a little bit of an issue if they didn't make the what you were paying for add in new features. Right. And I think that's where I would be a little bit of of upset with with Hootsuite at this point because – it seems as though the basic, the free that they're going to be moving forward with has fewer features and stays free, but that they've moved some of the stuff that was already free into the upper tiers where I would have preferred that they keep all the stuff that was already free in the free model and added in a bunch of new bonus stuff up in the upper tiers that you pay for. Yeah, I, you know, I think that, you know, first of all, first of all, $20 a month for managing your tweets and 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 you know status updates i think that's pricey and and when you get into 99 a month i'm like it gets to be yeah i mean seriously i mean come on uh but here here's what i'm thinking i I totally agree with you i think the i think they needed to allow i mean they had allowed you to have team members before right yeah i think that i think by golly you must allow them to have one team member in the free you know, give them. The, I, I understand limiting to five social networks. That makes a lot of sense. I understand my good friends. Ja- my good friend James uses six. But hey, you know, you could you could upgrade to the four dollars and ninety nine cent plan and have unlimited. I think. Or, that, yeah, or strategically pick which one of those can can repurpose itself to another network automatically. Right. Even. RSS. I've ne- I never used RSS feeds. I never did either. So I, I don't even know what that you know functionality is or anything like that. I don't miss that. Um, but the team members, in, in my opinion, this is the this is the big one. This is where they dropped the ball. Yeah. They they gave team members. It was actually one of the me. It was one of the big selling points 
exactly of Hootsuite, and they and they totally dropped the ball there. But um, you know, I and and still, I think for the you know the the fact is is I think that Hootsuite was largely used. I mean, sure, there are some big companies that are using uh, Hootsuite. You've got the White House is using it, Papa John's. You've got uh, Ted, and you got you got these companies where they have you know you know fifty employees that might have the ability to tweet from your account or whatever. And and that makes perfect sense, uh, you know. Well, actually, you can't even do that. You can only have eight ten team members, uh, and to get the eight people in your company, you have to pay ninety nine a month. I I just think, I don't know. I'm all I'm all for people charging for their stuff, but I think that they are pricing this is just out of it's out of line with the rest of the web. Yeah. So so ultimately, we're saying you know. It's it's a good step for them, but they've not totally hit a home run on this. Yeah, I, I, I because they do need to start charging if they're going to maintain a, a presence. Yeah, I I, but, I, I agree yeah. that they need to earn the income. They, they they need to put some of the stuff that they've been touting as the benefits of their service. They need to at least give some of that away for in the free. I totally I think four ninety nine is 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 good enough for uh, you know you know upgrading the number of social networks. Four dollars and ninety nine cents a month for something that's changed your life. Absolutely, I think. That Although they in that four ninety nine, I think they at least need to have a one team member. Yeah, slot. So. Exactly. Exactly. By the way, we've never talked about CoTweet on here. What is CoTweet? Well, it's a Hootsuite clone. Okay, well, it's not a clone. It was out at the same time. Um, CoTweet dot com. C O Tweet. Um, it's supposedly more professional. I know people like CC Chapman have used it in the past. And if it's something that you're interested in checking out an alternative to Hootsuite, I would suggest going there. I've not ever really given it much time, but I think I might just to see, just to be knowledgeable about what the options are on a, uh, let's say enterprise or business level. If somebody was interested in using a, a content, Tweet and you know other social media aspects management system like Hootsuite, CoTweet is another one out there that's very I've heard good things about. Just never touched it. So yeah, and it says here key features, um, you know, multiple accounts and multiple users assignments. Uh, let's see here, monitor keywords and trends, on duty notifications, um, and so it looks like there is a lot of um, there's a lot of the same things that you could do there. I, I don't see, uh, and they do have a uh, tweet scheduling. So, yes. And it looks to me like that one's still free. And so the good news here is that CoTweet is going to be the benefactor of, I think, probably a lot of uh, uh, pretty upset people that the freemium model over there, the free model, doesn't contain enough right. of value. So You got you to gotta hook me enough with your free to really make me want to pay for your bonus features. Yeah. So so okay maybe maybe I get what James is saying there there there's just not enough in there for for what you know they had been touting all along although here's the deal i mean they have every right to go to this model oh yeah and if they're if their target audience for their service is you know medium sized businesses to you know medium to large businesses yeah. i mean then then who are we to say that you know it's like well you know Thanks a lot, you know, for kicking yeah. us to the curve. I'm just a personal user. I don't matter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and the thing is that in, in their defense, it's like, well, you know, you're a personal user. You can still use us. It's still right. 99 a month if you want this plan or 29 <laughs> a month. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I get it. The good news is, though, is that it, they never charged us up to this point 
for anything. We got a lot of value of it out of it. And yeah. you know what? There are some alternatives. And thank you very much, Eric, for telling us about cotweet.com as an option. Yes. And one thing we forgot to mention is that that free model is going to have ads in it as well. So that may make you change your tune after you see them come through. You know what? I I, I, give an update later. (laughs) I'll tell you what, Twitter, let me pay you, you know, 10 bucks a month and get rid of the who to follow thing. All right. Seriously. (laughs) Daniel says you can ignore that little section of your column. Yeah. Except for that. It's in the number one spot where your eyes go as research will tell you. Yep. Ah, yeah. Graphic design 101. Exactly. All right. So uh, Facebook cleans up birthday wall postings. Please tell me how this works. All right. Well, this is connected a little bit with the, uh, one of the questions we got voicemail wise last week. We really didn't have an answer to why uh, it seemed to, I forget who it was that called in, that their Facebook fan page postings were rolling up, so oh, yeah. to speak. That was our friend from down in Kentucky. Exactly. And, uh, well, anyway, this touches on that. And then yesterday or this morning, I actually saw evidence of what that was happening, but I'm still investigating. So don't worry, I'm on the case. But (laughs) Facebook is actually doing some of this itself in terms of uh, birthday postings. And I actually saw this the other day when it was Stephanie's birthday. Um, I was on Facebook and there was people all wishing her happy birthday and it was all rolled up into one post with, you know, it said view all comments instead of seeing it, you know, so-and-so wrote on so-and-so's wall, so-and-so wrote on so-and-so's wall over and over and over again, just happy birthday, happy birthday, which is kind of the point of this, that they've instigated this. It also makes it so that if you're looking at your own profile and it happens to be your birthday or a little before or after, you don't get one big old wall of Happy birthday over and over and over again, unless you want that and you click to uncollapse it. Okay. Well, I don't know that Stephanie would ever check out Facebook. I know, but I know what I'm saying is I don't know that she would have gone in and and clicked uncollapse or whatever. Right. But I'm looking at her wall and I see an entire, you know, gosh, I I had to click older post. I'm on the third one now. Yeah. I think it's in the news feed that this happens. Oh, it's in the the news feed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because so the wall is untouched. I believe so. Good. Because I I, see, I think that the wall post should still have everything. I like having a big old birthday wall. Exactly. It's kind of nice. My wife got lots of happy birthdays. That's awesome. You better make sure she checks those. Oh, she! Oh, dude! She not only check—I mean, she not only checks them, but uh, she uh, she made sure that uh, she archived all nice. of them in in Gmail instead of deleting the messages. That's awesome. She's like, I'm keeping these. Yeah. My my wife loves it when when it's her birthday. And <laughs> and by the by the way, it's still technically it's my wife's birth week. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you can, if you if you miss that, folks, go to Facebook.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft and just say happy birth week and she'll be delighted. There you go. So. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on with that. OK, so so that rolling up thing, just to clarify, it's only happening in the news feed. From what I've seen. Yeah. OK. All right. But I did. I did see somebody share out from their blog. Uh, like four different things 
and it all it, they were all clumped together in the newsfeed. In the newsfeed, yeah. Okay, but not on the wall. Right. Gotcha. Well, I, I guess that makes sense. Although I can still see where I think it was Anthony Vickers. It might have been. Yes. But, yes. Um. Anyway, I can still see where he would be upset with that because you want to populate your newsfeed with separate news items and have it be intermittent. So the question is, what constitutes the roll up? How? What is the time frame? And yeah. and you're and the jury's still out on that, and you're researching. Yes, I'm actually going to try and do some tests and see. Uh, have a little bit of dialogue with the person that I saw this happen to um, and see what they did, how they how they shared out from the original source to Facebook to see if there was any reason for that. Right. So maybe we can get a, we can get Mark on speed dial and ask him specifically. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Guest blog post. Tell me what this is going on. Yeah, I wrote a, a guest blog post for actually this was what kind of caught my eye. This is the person that had tweeted out or sorry, shared on Facebook four times uh four different guest postings they did or had on their blog this week. I was one of them and you got rolled uh, up. Yes. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Detention. No, and I I basically wrote up uh some of the thoughts that we had been talking about in terms of, you know what, if you're going to share on Twitter, then Write a good tweet, dang it. Don't just have, ooh, I, I thought this was interesting, or I liked this, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Write, some, write a headline. Use some basic journalism. So that's basically what's in that article, and I just want to – it's in the show notes. I figured, hey, this, this audience would like to maybe read that again. So Very cool. And just so we know, um, will you do me a favor after we're done, um, the – uh, link to Hootsuite goes freemium. That that article doesn't pull. We need to see if we can find another story on that one. Oh, that's weird because I opened it with that. Did you really? There's two links there, just in case. Oh, that's You're why. Probably copying both of them by accident. I copied both of them. Okay, never mind. Moving yeah. right along. All right. So, all good. oh, good. All right, good. Uh, let's see. Five things to make Twitter better: unfollow or engage. Tell me what yes. this is all about. All right. Well, this is five simple steps, and I think it, it gets to an interesting point here where uh, essentially here's what you want to do, and then you can disagree with me or not. I don't care. Oh, okay. I <laughs> like fight. this. Go. Um, Twitter.com. Go to the page where you're – go to your following page. Go to who you're following. Yes. And then you scroll down through all the people you're following on a page-by-page basis – and then when you get to an avatar that you don't recognize, you click on it, open it probably in like a separate tab to look at them. And if you can't figure out who that person is, what you should do is either unfollow them or engage with that person. Okay. Ultimately, this is just proposing and then you repeat. So that's the five steps. Ultimately, what this is this article is suggesting is why are you following people that you're not engaging with, that you're not having a relationship with. And I'm going to go ahead and say, I think sometimes it's okay to do that. It's okay to follow some people that are never going to follow you back. If the stuff they tweet is something you're very interested in or passionate about. But for the most part, 
Well, well, wait, wait a second. I think that that's different than what they're saying in the article because it says. Oh, as I know soon it is. You, I'm just I'm adding something. It says okay. as soon as you see an avatar, you don't recognize. Well, you certainly recognize that, and there is a reason why you're following. True. So, so in that case, that one's not. That's a no brainer. The idea is like, why am I following this person? I have no idea just by looking at the avatar who this is. Right. In other words, maybe do a cutting your budget type of application to who you're following on Twitter. Right. I love this. It says, but I'm following thousands of users. I don't recognize any of these people. It will take forever. <laughs> and, I lo- <laughs> and I love what he says. Ah, better get started then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I, I really do. I, I want to say I am totally with this. I totally agree with this. You go and look at, go to twitter.com slash GSPN. And right now I have 2,800 people who follow me and I follow 510 people. And right, and this, and this is why I don't need Hootsuite to to look at my my stream. And and yes, I do have a couple lists for myself. I have a couple private lists. I have a couple public lists. But um, this is this is what I love about it. I can actually scroll right now. Um, I can see you know Scoopy seventy seven. That's my friend Amanda. Um, I've got Fred from Long Island. I've got Pete Cashmore from uh, Mashable. I've got Nancy, who's a online marketer. I've got uh, Ariel Cyber PR. She's a great friend I met in New York. Lisa Hendy. I got Father Seraphim Shoner. Jason Lee, a guy I used to go to church with. He used to do worship. Cece Chapman. Joe Fiorini was one of my clients. I mean, I'm looking through here and literally I can go through and I can tell you just by the avatar and what their name is and how I know them for 510 people. And right. that is for me, that is a requirement of me following you is that we've had some interaction. Now, the truth is, is out of the 510 people, there are a couple people that I've had just very light interaction with, but I still, I made a conscious effort to follow them based upon some factor that was outside of this person's following me and I'm following back. And in there, you met, you actually mentioned Pete Cashmore from Mashable, and it's not that you have a relationship with him, but the tweets are good. Yeah, and and it's, you know why you you have a purpose, and you know why you're following that person. Exactly. There is. I am a huge fan of the coverage uh, and news stories that are put out by Mashable, and absolutely, without a doubt, it's somebody that I want to follow. Yeah. So. I, yeah. So I knew you'd be on board with this. I thought for the most part, and now I see that you definitely are. Yeah. I've done this. I've been doing the same thing. I've been going through and just basically following this rule is like, look, if I'm following them, I need to know why, or I need to not be following them. Yeah. Let me tell you the only concern. And I do have one bit of concern. I totally agree with the premise and and everything, but um, let me explain to you why I may have a little bit of an issue with, you know, going with this step by step by step is that, and of course I like what it says. It's like, okay, so you don't recognize somebody that doesn't mean go unfollow them, but engage. And I like that yeah. uh, because what happens is there are several, you know, there are there's probably a handful, maybe 10, 20, maybe even 30 or 40 GSPN.TV plus members that don't tweet a lot, um, that that don't interact on Twitter and, and stuff like that. And so I may not recognize them right off the bat, you know, for who they are. 
And and I'm afraid that if I went through and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm clicking through. It's like that name, just that username doesn't look familiar, whatever the case may be. And I'm afraid that I might go in and unfollow somebody. And they they're in fact, there's somebody who's a GSPN.TV plus member. And the only reason that would happen is because, you know, in their profile, they don't put their name because I, right. kn- I know the names. I know the first and last name and email address of every single gspn.tv plus member and then i know even a lot of additional information about those people but if your username is you know uh hobby you know hobby john 513 and that's your profile name as well then there's a good chance that i might accidentally unfollow you because i didn't know that you were you know plus member number you know 22 (laughs) you know way back in the day been around forever well, I think that's part of it is, is you want to maybe check and see what lists they are on as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's that's true. That's true. Yep. Very cool. I I do like this. I do I I do like the idea of going through and and cleaning that up. What do you think the value is in cleaning up and 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 follow that? Beyond the fact that you know the people when you see them in your so so that the fire hose is not. Uh what what do you think the uh, are there any other values or um any other value you can think of within it right off the bat? Well, I think that you could more likely catch... I mean, obviously, we're not really talking about Twitter lists per se, but you've done this and you have your lists. I'm actually going to reform my lists, I decided, for specifically one or two different things and to make sure I don't miss anything from these handful of people. Right. But... I think ultimately my goal in using it is to really pare down on people that aren't really adding any value to my timeline uh, to me personally. I don't care about what anybody else sees me doing outside of, you know, I don't care what, who anybody else sees me following so much as if I'm following them, I have a purpose to follow them and they're adding value to my Twitter experience. And if I've got a lot more people in there, that aren't doing that, then it actually kind of depresses me on Twitter. It, it holds me back to being uber productive on Twitter, to be honest. Right. So, hey, I just want to let you know, I just followed uh, a new person, Sarah uh, Carbog. I, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly or not, but uh, she says, ooh, listening to at GSPN podcast and really like the idea of engaging or unfollowing Twitter and Facebook users I don't know. So I just started following her because she uses the at GSPN. She's somebody who is obviously uh, in the chat room right now. And so therefore, you know, nice. that's, that's how I make decisions on who I follow. It's, it's somebody who's obviously engaging here. And that for me is, is enough reason to say I want to at least go ahead and follow you and over time get to know you. And, and uh, so very cool. Sarah, thank you for listening. And uh, let me explain to you I, I th- what I think another benefit is. I was just thinking of, you know, oftentimes when I when I go to view somebody else, for example, if I go to Sarah right now, and, and by the way, she's twitter.com slash creative alley, A-L-L-Y uh, is her Twitter handle. And um, now she actually has, she's in the opposite direction. Uh, right now I see that she has 497 followers and she follows 953 people. Now, typically, that would that would actually be a knock against me following you. Does that make sense, Eric? Right, a little maybe 
Uh, don't want to say that. Well, I'll say it anyway. It's it gives the appearance of being overly eager to follow. Well, and and that you know, there back in the day, and of course, I've I've certainly I'll I'll confess to have done this in the past, uh, where I I would go in and I would find a bunch of people who are in my you know my category, my niche or whatever, and right. I would go in and just f- search those people out on Twitter, and I would follow them, follow them, follow them, hoping in return that they would follow me. Right. All right. Um, and, and of course, then what I would do, of course, you could go in and you could pare it down. And, and I realized a long time ago that gaming Twitter to try to get followers is not what w- there's no value in that. Yeah. It, it, that the, the value is relationship. And so I quit all that, that junk a long time ago. But um, what I do know is that when I come across somebody who is actually being followed by a good deal more people than they follow, then in a way it kind of communicates to me that these people are actually seeking that person out and choosing to follow them. It's not that this person has a huge following list. Like, for example, I remember you, Eric, you one time had um, a Twitter handle for one of your podcast things, and you had, I think, didn't you get to like 13,000 or something like that? I don't know if we got that high, but yeah, it was pretty high. But but the the thing is, is I saw that you were really high. But the thing, you know, you had a, a huge ton of people who were following you. But the uh, you had about the same number of people that you were following. And what that does is it. Now I don't know if this is what you did, but in my mind, it communicated that this person has just gone in and followed and followed and followed and followed and followed a lot of people, hoping that those people would get the notifications and follow them back. Right. That's what I mean. Not necessarily that's what happened, but just communi- That's the way it kind of, in my mind, gets communicated. So I, when I look at somebody and and they're following less people than follow that follow them, then that means that these people are genuinely interested in this, and it's not they're not following just because they got to follow back in return. Yeah, they're choosy about who they follow because they know that it's about interactive. Right. Exactly. Now, and that's not what we're saying is not happening here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying that 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 at all. But um, here here's the other thing that I will say that there is some drawback to me having two thousand eight hundred people that um, follow me and the fact that I'm now only following five hundred eleven. And that is I might be seen as an online snob in a way. Right. You know that that I, I don't reciprocate. You know, uh, and and that maybe I don't get social media, and and so I can see how that can be turned and viewed in that way as well. Well, and I think the way that you kind of counteract that is that if somebody were to go to your Twitter page and look to see what your recent tweets are, if you're interacting with people, I don't think they can call foul on that because if you're not all promote this, promote that, promote, here's my new thing, blah, blah, blah. You know, as long as you're actually interacting yeah. and take time to do that here and there, then it's okay. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I think the tr- the fact is, is that we all have our different ways of using Twitter. And it goes back to some a discussion we had way back in the early days of this podcast. And that is that, you know, there is no right way and, and there are very few wrong ways to use Twitter. But yeah, there's, in my mind, there's really only one wrong way, and that's that four-letter word. Yeah. Don't like the spam. Yes. Anyway, interesting stuff. I, lo- I do like the idea. So I wonder if, if, if there's anybody out there listening, if you're going to go through your Twitter followers and 
and uh, do rinse, repeat, and uh, you know what is that? Uh, rinse, lather, repeat. Yeah, lather, rinse, repeat. That's it. Exactly. So if you if you're gonna do that with your Twitter followers, let us know how it goes and and what your thoughts are. And of course, I do want to say this: if you have and don't unfollow us. Yeah, whatever you do, <laughs> do not unfollow us. No, just kidding. Engage um, with us seriously. Write write us at tw- through Twitter, and you'll probably get responses instead of. You know, if if more people were, if more of the people that are following me uh, actually replied or commented or retweeted or whatever, then those people would get added to my hidden private conversations Twitter list. Right. And I would interact with them more. But when I, you know, when I don't see that they care, then, or aren't even following. Oh, I like the idea of making a private list called people I should get to know more. Yeah. And and then you fall you you go through and you make a you make an effort to actually connect with those people more regularly and 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 that way you know you, once you get to the point where you can start recognizing their uh Twitter avatar and stuff like that then then you can actually go through and say okay I I'm going to take this person off of this list because now when I see them on the main timeline I know who they are. Yeah. And if a, you, a good it, way to do that is to answer their questions when they ask them. Yeah. Or to ask them questions or respond. But then the idea is that, you know, if, if all of a sudden you go through and you you go to your list and see who you're following on that list and, and, and you, you know, what you could do is say, listen, these people have been on this list forever of people I'd like to get to know. And I still don't get I still don't know them. I still don't have any interaction. I don't see them anywhere. That's the other thing I do. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I'll go through my list at times of the people I follow and if they haven't posted anything in the last three months, I unfollow them. Right. Do yeah, you? I've done that. Yeah. Anyway, if you and by the way, if you know of a service that's available out there where um, you can actually, you know, authorize it to go in and look at your list of followers, and it can tell you some details about, you know, when I was know the of la- one? What is it? Tweepy. T W E E P I. All right. So T W E E P I. dot com. Yes. All right. And so yeah, I've used it actually for this very purpose. Very cool. What is what's this get 15 free followers and retweets? I don't know what that is. I ignored it. Uh, oh, okay. That wait, it says use Tweepy promo. See, I don't it's, I hate this stuff. What what do you think about this? I that, that's something you had. We need to talk about that next week. Okay. Next week's topic, what do you think about talking about trying to use uh services to get more followers? I already know what I think about that, but <laughs> well, let's let's see what other people think. If you want to give us a call, eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. That'll be next week's show. We'll talk about what you know. What do you think about you know? Aren't there services you could pay for? Even yeah, people you know you can pay for it. You can sign and get on the top of a list, and you have to agree to follow everybody who's on the list. And eventually, you know, it's like you send a penny, and you ask people to send you a penny, and before you know it, you've got 50 billion pennies. and I That don't. sounds like the plot of Office Space. Is that? Yes. Where they steal all the, <laughs> the, the fractions of pennies. The and, fractions of pennies. <laughs> you get a fraction of a follower for each time you follow somebody. Nice. Anyway, we'll be back again next week. Give us a call, 859-795-4067. Follow Eric on Twitter, twitter.com slash Eric J. Fisher. That's Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. 
You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash GSPN. Anything else you want to say, Eric? Engage. Engage. Make it so. Make it so. All right. God bless you all. Until next time, join the community. Mm-hmm.